0: Good Vach, and hope you had an awesome Shabbos. So, as I said, this week we're going to use stories or parables to help drive home some of the important messages that are integral to this time period. Let's start with this story. It's a short one. There was a rabbi in a shul who told his congregants that their rule was not to speak in shul at all. Well, except to God. But for all other conversations, they should wait until Kiddush. However, there were these two people in the back that just seemed not to get the memo or message and kept talking despite others even asking them to stop until finally the Ruv himself went over to them and quietly said, excuse me, my friends, that's simply enough. You know, we have this rule. So after today, please don't come back for two weeks. Thank you. And he went back to his place. Well, after Shul was over, one of the people decided to approach the rabbi. Rabbi, that's not fair. You don't understand. It wasn't really my fault. He was talking to me and I wasn't saying that much. And, you know, other people were doing it anyhow. And at which point the rabbi just cut him off and simply said, you know what? Make it four weeks. Shocked and disappointed, the man walked away. Shortly thereafter, the other individual walked up to the rabbi, not knowing that the first person had approached the rabbi a few minutes earlier and asked to speak to the rabbi. Then he opened with the following words. Sorry. I shouldn't have done that. I I just wanted to apologize. To which the rabbi responded, Thank you, Tzadik. In that case, you know what? I'll see you tomorrow when you come back to Minyan. So what's going on? Well, remember we spoke yesterday about how a parent never wants to punish. In fact, no one should ever want to. But the problem is people make mistakes. And what happens when a person makes a mistake? Well, it depends. Once again, you might punish a person for making a mistake or get angry at them, hold a grudge against them. There are lots of responses one could have. But at core, you simply wish the person would learn the lesson. How do you know when someone does get it? When they understand what they did was wrong? When they have the courage and conviction to simply say sorry. And then all you want to do really is forgive them. That's how it is in every relationship. Let's say, for example, if you wrong your spouse, they are understandably hurt and might get angry or give you the cold shoulder. In response, what do you do? Well, option number one, if you do nothing, then there's a good chance that they will remain upset for a while. But over time, it'll probably get they'll get over it. Although there might still be some damage to the relationship. Option number two, you could deny, justify, or rationalize it. And then there's a good chance that this will just get them more upset. Now you not only made a mistake, but you're defending it. That could make this anger go on a lot longer and cause more permanent damage to the relationship. Or option number three, you could go up to them and say you're sorry and you were simply wrong. No excuse, just wrong. And what happens in such a situation? Well, if the apology is sincere and the lesson is learned, the relationship is usually not only mended, but could be even stronger as you become more sensitive to the mistake. In our story, the first congregant rationalized and blamed and never took responsibility or apologized, whereas the second congregant apologized sincerely and was immediately forgiven. Lesson learned. This is really an appropriate story for this evening, because right after I record this, I'm heading to my shul for a special midnight service called Slichot, which is connected to the word you probably know, Slicha, which means sorry. This night begins the process of these Slichot prayers that are said every day until Yom Kippur, different ones each day, all as part of the process for a successful high holiday experience. Because for anything important to be successful, you can never just show up, but you need to warm up and build up to the moment. Slichot is all about realizing that God knows we will make mistakes, and He's cool with that. In fact, the deeper sources teach us that the concept of teshuvah is hardwired into the ability for the world to exist. Or else, if you think about it, all the times I made mistakes or rebelled against God's plan, I'd be toast a long time ago. But He built into the blueprints the space for mistakes to happen. He expects us just to own up when we make the mistakes and not just ignore it or defend it. But. Acknowledge, apologize, and just try better next time. You want to know where we learn this from? Well, the very first story of creation, Adam and Eve. They're placed in the Garden of Eden. They have it all and just one thing they should stay away from. And sure enough, they eat from the tree, which you should know is not an apple tree, according to Judaism. So what does God do? Does he punish them? No. He approaches them and says, hmm, I'm pretty certain you ate from the tree. And what does Adam respond? Well, it it wasn't my fault. You know that girl that you set me up with? She convinced me. And sure enough, he turns to Eve and she passes the buck to the snake. It's all his fault. Only after that does God say, you know what? I think it's time to check out of the Eden Hotel. The commentaries point out that if God didn't accept mistakes, they would have been gone as soon as they took the first bite. But no, he confronted them and was hoping they would simply say, Sorry, we made a mistake. You know what? Making the right choice is tough and there are lots of temptations, but we're committed to try better, figure out a system, and make it work in the garden. Just like tonight's story, the goal is not to kick people out, out of the Garden of Eden, out of the shul, out of our lives, out of our friendships or relationships. The goal is to help us do and be our best. And sometimes, in order to do that, we need to be given the opportunity to say slichot. On our part, we need to work on that art of saying sorry. Simply put, stop being the fawns. You'll get what I mean if you remember happy days. A heartfelt sorry to God, to our friends, to ourselves, could go a long way for a really sweet new year. Okay, I gotta run. Sorry. And on that note, wishing you an awesome night. And I look forward to seeing you tomorrow.